to the Story Machine 9000, a podcast where we conceptualize movies based on the 48-hour concept. Our movies comprise of four things. A genre, a prop, a line of dialogue, and a location. It's kind of like when you're packing for a camping trip and you bring everything except the essentials. And the kitchen sink. Yes. And today we actually have a very special episode because we are recording remotely from uh, northern Michigan. Uh, my name is Joshua Lytle. I'm a filmmaker and a podcaster. My name is Nicholas Weiss. I'm a cinematographer. My name is Alexander Kowalski. I'm a range instructor and cosplayer. I'm Justin Matoni. I'm five years enlisted in the Air National Guard. And I'm Chris Wegman. I'm a filmmaker and podcaster, and I'm getting married soon. Point, 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 point. Fuck, I didn't have a sound bite to go. It's okay. Cool. So it's worth mentioning that uh, this podcast is partly inspired by, yeah, yeah in large part, uh, by the 48-hour concept. And a lot of the people, actually all the people uh, around the table have participated in the 40-hour uh, film challenges at Bowling Green State University. Yeah. All, so. our, all our guests... Um, Tonight have been uh, partners on my teams back in the day. Alex, Justin, and Nick. Long time ago. Long time. Yeah, good, it's been a day good long times. So, well, the important part is everyone is is pretty familiar with the concept and and how it works and mm-hmm. and uh, it should be it should prove to be a pretty good time. Um, so, without further ado, let's uh, let's fire up the story machine and uh, because we're uh, in the I'm going to call it the wilderness in northern Michigan. Uh, we had to pack yeah. it up, and um, uh, kind of had to rig this uh, Rube Goldberg machine uh, yeah. to power it with water from the lake. So, uh, Alex, could you uh, pull the lever and release the water to start the turbine that will uh, slap the dribble in the hind quarters? Pulling the lever. Wow, I, I really didn't mean to make this uh, this tubing system so long because the lake's actually really close to us, but the water has to run all the way down the street and all the way back well, here. So hey, hindsight's twenty twenty, man. It is twenty twenty. Amazingly, this whole machine fits in a carry-on. It does, yeah, fits which is part- weird. Parts of it do fit in a carry-on. It yeah. does, but fit the rest of it fits in a warehouse. So the neighbors are so really angry right now, and and the machine just started. Oh, good. All right. All right, and uh, the uh, the genre. The printing. Yep, yep. They're printing out right now. Okay. Oh yeah, Justin. Yeah. The, uh, the they're printing out next to you on the yeah. machine. Could you read the genre? The genre is thrillomedy. Awesome. Uh, Kapelski's prop is uh, printing out by you. What's it say? Prop we have is a gallon of milk. Okay. <laughs> Nick, do you see the? Uh, what do you see? I think I'm getting a line over here. Our line is. If there is one thing I know, it is that. <laughs> okay, I don't know if that's meant to be a blank or if that's a that's a that's a statement that that is the thing that I know. Um, anyhow, our location is a submarine. <laughs> okay, so uh, thrillomedy with a gallon of milk and a submarine with the line. If there is one thing I know, it is that. I think an important place to start, I want to know what you guys think. What does the genre thrillomedy mean? Because that's something I feel like I don't have much experience with. Yeah. yeah. I can only assume thriller and comedy. Yes. That so, um, uh, according to Wikipedia, America's first and only thrillomedy is arachnophobia. Oh, that's right. That's right. Billed as a thrillomedy, both a thriller and a comedy. Oh, boy. <laughs> so. Yeah. Wow. Arachnophobia okay. is our only uh, yeah. 
Yeah. That's our only thing we have to go off of. Huh? Yeah. So, Does anyone else have any thoughts on the genre of Thrillomedy, Nick Weiss? Uh, th- th- all right, so Thrillomedy. So we need to likely build the world that this is set in. It, I mean, yes, but what do you think of the genre? Oh, I think it's absurd. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, 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 a genre what tropes are part of a Thrillomedy? So there's going to be, so our, our tropes are some sort of... Um, likely a monster, um, and you know there's destruction and havoc, and we're going to need a, a team, likely a team, not just one hero, but a team of heroes combating this monster. But it's also so ridiculous. Well, yeah, so it's also from leading. That so it, it's funny. But it's also from leading. Okay. So, so the team is not just your, you know, um, your typical team of heroes. It's you know, it's an ex bartender. And it's a, a submarine Jack. cook, <laughs> and it, it, it's it's random people fighting against the greater good. Yeah, fighting so for a greater good. I guess I guess the thing that I'm personally struggling with is it self aware? Is it self aware in its comedy? It oh, yeah. Doubt. Okay. I don't know if arachnophobia was that self aware though. I don't know. <clears throat> I have not. Yeah. And, and oddly enough, and just because it's sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, pertinent to the conversation in reference to where we are, uh, we watched Arachnophobia the, the very first up. year that we came yeah. up to Northern Michigan. Yeah, that was the movie of choice. <laughs> um, so, so maybe moving on to like location, like submarine. I feel like because this is a thriller, the the part of this is a thriller. I, I feel like the whole movie should take place within a submarine. Absolutely. I don't think there should be any other. Yeah. Agreed. Like, and like the trap, like you're trapped in a submarine. Perfect place to have a monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Perfect place to have a monster. You got claustrophobia. You got all the fun stuff. Yeah. Um, but even even as a thriller, it doesn't. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a horror movie. Yeah. No. No, I think it's. Uh, that's a good point. Okay, so I mean, generally, yeah. I guess I was leaning towards more of the horror side of thriller, but you know, you could also take Taken. Yeah. It's more or less like an action movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think if, 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 if we're sort of, um, we're sort of not necessarily modeling it after arachnophobia, I mean, mm-hmm. there, it, I, I think it's, it's interesting that they even called it a thrillomedy because when I was a kid, I mean, it was definitely sort of billed as a horror movie, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. like the whole, the poster was this full moon with this spider coming down the center. Yeah. Um, I think it. If nothing else, I think they just tried to create a new genre, but it definitely sort of spins a few different plates. Like it's definitely kind of a horror. It's definitely got kind of a thriller element, and then it's got this hopefully sort of self-aware yeah. comedic. Like the sense. only thing that's coming to mind, even thinking of that, and I'm ashamed to say that I've seen all four of them. Uh, Sharknados. Yeah. Oh God! Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Those are definitely self-aware. Yeah. Um, something that I think about when I think of submarines and and not just just something. Uh, sorry. <clears throat> something that came to mind when I was thinking of submarines was like life aquatic, or something like you know like. And and what the part of it I was thinking about is like adventurers, in like a submarine sort of or like scientists. In the submarine. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, admittedly for me, it's kind of hard to remove myself from the sort of 
the sort of military right. yeah. context okay. of a submarine. Mm. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. Mm. Like a, this is more like like twenty like thousand leagues under the sea. Yeah, yeah, like ten thousand. However many leagues under right. the sea. Ten thousand leagues under the sea meets a team. Everybody comes together in the submarine. There yeah. you go. Or like the abyss, but funny. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. We're done. It's the abyss. Print. Boom. Good podcast. I mean, I, I feel like we sort of kicked around a little bit what a thrillomedy might look and sound like. But yeah, let's start to nail down some specifics. Is it uh, just kind of, uh, this is unusual for us. Maybe we kind of put it to a, a vote. You know, let's, mm. let's, let's institute a little democracy. You know, is it, uh, is it a military setting or is it sort of a research setting? Or maybe is it a sort of combination of both? See, I would definitely have to say a combination of both, because a lot of times naval vessels will carry researchers on them. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Or maybe that's one character. Maybe there's a, yeah, there's there's a character. Yeah, there could be the scientist okay. that's with yeah. these. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Sounds like a good main character. Yeah, I agree. You know, that, uh, you know, left their daughter behind, and yeah. they're on the this adventure for science. Right. Yeah. But then they, they butt heads a little bit with the... Uh, Military, uh, yeah, right. You know, sort of s- stiffness. I know I'm going to keep re- referencing movies, but it just—that's cool. Yeah, we reference Atlantis. Yeah, most definitely. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Milo Thatch. Yeah, dude, I'm all about that. Okay. Uh, although I'm assuming that everybody gets out of that submarine and doesn't leave with like 50 people dead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, 50 people left alive. I guess, or rather. Mm-hmm. So who's our main character? Yeah, let's, let's try that. yeah, let's start uh, let's start building this character a little bit. And and the way we normally do this is we, we not only give the character a name for the sake of the audience because otherwise we just kind of reference them as him or her and it gets really confusing. Uh, we also start to talk about their their needs, their wants, their character flaws, um, their sort of personality and that sort of thing, which uh, typically helps inform decisions that we make later down the road. So I'm I'm hearing. Research scientist, kind of a la Milo Thatch uh, from Atlantis. Um, maybe it, it conjures up a lot of images of um, Jeff Goldblum's character mm-hmm. from Jurassic Park. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like the, the sort of... Um, smart-assy yes, scientist. Yes, right. smart-assy, but also he's kind of the... the, the voice of reason. Yeah, the voice of reason or... Um, I kind of wanted to throw life, in uh, a scientist that wouldn't fit in a submarine. like So he's not a... He's not, he doesn't have anything to do with the water. Like a geologist. Well, not just that. He's like, <laughs> actually, well, not that. It's that he's like, and something to do with animal husbandry. Because we've got this whole like no, milk like thing. Anthropologist. No, but there's, a, we've got a prompt, which is milk. Oh, right. so, oh yeah. Right, 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 right. He's studying the effects of milk well, uh, 20 leagues <laughs> under the sea. It would just be a really Seeing how big pressurization contrast. affects milk. So, for the unacclimated Chris, what is animal husbandry? <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about not thinking? Animal. I mean, I know what you're talking about, but. Okay. Animal husbandry, as in like someone who studies taking care of animals, like the, the science of, of taking care of animals. Right. Mm-hmm. Just to be clear, not a husband to an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Feed your cats, take get. your dogs out to poop. End of story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, what's the uh, what's the job title? Uh, it's a food. Is it food design specialist um, or food science specialist? Uh, it was places like Stouffer's 
or big corporate food entities hire them to, yeah. you know, how do I make food scientists. mac and cheese? Yeah, food yeah, scientists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mac and cheese into go with food this macro microwavable thing. So maybe so so maybe, so maybe this guy is or this scientist mm-hmm. who we, we haven't named yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is uh, trying to make milk a military available yes. food. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Trying to see if it will survive yes. under submarine. I like that. I, I really like um, I really like where where Nick is coming from yeah. because you know you're you're trying to develop a, a solution for a specific problem mm. and naturally in these sort of scenarios things go awry and mm. that plays that, in with the like he's playing God right down and that there, I mean, in, the and, and, in a lot of ways this could be sort of the genesis for our monster or our plague or whatever it is our problem mm-hmm. right yeah. um, so he is uh, let's give let's give he or she a name um just so we can uh be a little bit more specific because we'll eventually start re- introducing more and more characters albert albert al. albert al al <laughs> al last name that is al last name <laughs> <laughs> his last name is last name yeah a coincidence um uh fleming Al Fleming. Albert Fleming, Albert Fleming. Uh, is a food, food scientist, scientist. Yeah. who has been. Um, uh, I don't know. Would he be? He, he's would like he be super- recruited? Would he be recruited by the military, or would he be? So like, a lot of times, what'll happen is the military is cheap, and they'll just hire a contractor because it's a lot easier to just hire a guy do one specific job, and then get rid of him mm-hmm. than it is to train somebody or some buddies to do so so the beginning of this movie is like a lot of sci-fi movies where the guy is is in his office al is in his office and like this guy in uniform shows up and they're like hey we need you for this top secret mission you are the leading you know expert on food science and you have to come with us right now you can't tell anyone you're leaving they whisk him away. Ha, too. <laughs> <laughs> Starting the milk <laughs> to to a, uh, a secret submarine base. They whisk him okay. away right. amidst spooning. So, just to be clear, this is a top secret mission. So this is not public yes. knowledge. Okay. Okay. So um, the Navy uh, shows up to Albert Fleming's door, and mm. uh, what is their specific request of him? Well, they can't tell him right away. Okay. It's just that they need him to come with them. Top secret. Top secret. Well, maybe, well, so he's a leading food expert. Yes. They, they, they say that. They know that he's yeah. a leading food expert. What makes him a leading food expert? What is he? What has he made in the past? What is he known for? Popsicles and stick. Always stay cold. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So always cold popsicles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has to be something dairy-related. Well, he, they're, they're like cream Milk pops. popsicles. Cream pops. <laughs> Milk popsicles. Milksicles. Milksicles. Creamsicles. There we go. Yeah. So Albert Fleming is responsible for the uh, the always cold creamsicle, which uh, catches the uh, the Navy's uh, attention. So so and rightly so. So maybe maybe this this seems sort of off because eventually they're going to sort of explain. I mean, once he gets to the base, they're going to brief him on what they need him to do which is find a way to keep milk in a submarine for a long time. It seems sort of anticlimactic, as in, why is this so top secret, yeah. you know? 
Do you not have refrigerators? Yeah. But maybe there's a deeper mystery maybe. involved where there's some sort of like looming nuclear war. That's the cover story that they give him is that. Well, that they, 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 they do know that no. they, they do need, they need like sustainable milk, but it's because the, like the safest place for people is going to be underwater. Okay. You know, in I, the future, I can dig that. So, yeah, but but he doesn't uh, know that. That's something that comes out later in okay. the story as he sort of probes, like, why is this? Like, th- so there, there's him. So so there's Al, and then there's the Lord. the submarine captain who is sort of cold. Yeah, cold I am I am putting people on the table right now. There's Brack- Al. After arming the whole time. And there's there's the the submarine captain who doesn't want him on his ship, and then there's like the government agent. Who is sort of uh, controlling everything from behind? All right. In the story, if we're moving forward, he's been briefed on his assignment, and he is in the submarine now. Right. And so, and and I, I guess in, in these cases, what would normally define uh, an antagonist with someone is someone who has uh, the, op- the opposite. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, opposite qualities, but also. Uh, the sort of antithesis in reference to what they want, right? And so, you know, our main character wants one thing, and this uh, this other person wants another. I mean, I, I don't I don't want to overcomplicate things, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I was really really digging the idea that he's brought on for a very specific reason mm-hmm. that so he's debriefed on this mission, but it's sort of a cover up mission. So there's yeah. sort of a sort of a hidden agenda to whatever it is that he's doing. Uh, uh, research yeah. on yeah. and so while he is under the impression that he is trying to simply make milk shelf stable mm-hmm. for uh, submarines what is the ulterior motive for our in this case let's, let's just call them our villains mm-hmm. sort of um, uh, military superior character Some sort of intelligence officer. maybe they yeah, want maybe. to have weaponized milk <laughs> so they, they they already know about a monster that we don't know is on board but there is a monster that exists, the and captain. it's only <laughs> it's only on our submarine. They can only kill it with weaponized milk. If the monster already exists, maybe that's the introducing the scene. Maybe they maybe the military already created the monster, and the reason he's there is to get rid of it. Right. That, that's, what I'm, that's, that's what I'm saying. But, I mean, it'll, it'll, but it still takes us back some steps. So the fir- the opening scene would be like. This guy in the submarine, like running down a hallway trying to escape, but you don't see the monster, and then like he gets killed, and or like we see the monster being created on accident in the submarine, and then we cut to the scene where Al is being recruited. Recruited. recruited I would say okay. abducted. But <laughs> pasteurized. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Recruited, and and he's being flown out to. The middle of nowhere because like they the 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 navy has lost contact with the submarine that's in the middle of the Atlantic, and it was doing some sort of secret testing. Yeah, I I, and I, I dig where you're coming from because I think I think it, and it's very sort of classic in the sense that okay, so there's this monster that the 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 army or the the, the navy rather has has discovered through this sort of secret project, and um, they want to naturally sort of weaponize it or right. something like that. And, and it's it's currently living in the ocean. Right. So they send it through a submarine. The thing I'm trying to the, the, the connection I'm trying to make is so we have Albert Fleming, mm-hmm. food scientist with a focus on dairy. 
Yes. How does he connect to said monster? And so, what if he finds out that there's? And, I, and I'm jumping way ahead. I'm not following the the order of the story at the moment. But what if he finds out the thing that kills the monster is something within milk, the, the, one of the compounds yes. within milk. And so, so, so I, what I imagine when and I it heard, turns into him running down the corridor well, of a submarine with a super soaker well, reenacting alien. No, what I, <laughs> with a gallon of milk attached. <laughs> yes. What what I imagine when you were sort of describing this, Nick, is that there is a there's a creature that's not like a, a big fish or like no, no, no. lake monster, but it's more like a parasite. It's, it's an entity. Yes, it's like yeah. an entity. Okay. It's like this parasite that gets into the submarine's water system. It gets inside the submarine. And yeah. so the military is afraid. They don't want it to leak out. It's sort of, sort of more like um, uh, uh, the thing. It's coming out. Where of they the don't, they walls. don't want it to get out because right. then it'll infect everything. Sure. And yeah. so it's, it's contained within the submarine, and they're sending him to kill it. But, the, but maybe some of the drama, some of the thrill, would be that because the, the sailors on the ship have been drinking the water, they don't. They don't it's know. Like, they're, like, they're not aware. They're, they're, they're infected, getting... but they don't know who it's going to affect. Mm-hmm. So, like, every once in a while, someone will. I'm thinking of a thing. Like you know? somebody like, you would... don't know who's infected, and like all of a sudden, one of the guys just sort of turns into a slug, and <laughs> or you know, he just like falls yeah. apart and becomes a monster. It's like somebody becomes a carrier, but yeah. they're unaware of it. So, so he's brought to the ship. Like they can't surface. The, it's like stuck in the middle of the ocean. It's it's. The ship's stuck in the middle of the ocean because it's been quarantined. And the only way that like, he's being sent there to create an antidote. Gotcha, so there's already a ship there. They just gotta yeah. Back to your initial points, or your last point, rather. Why are they sending, you know, the previously Stover's employed food scientist? Yeah, I mean, and I, yeah, I don't want to lose that connection because I think it's... Yeah. It's awesome. Like, it's, it's, it's funny and it's... Uh, Clearly he's the only one with forward thinking that can do it. <sighs> that could build in with the, the always frozen creamsicles. Like created them Freeze. for the military, threw them in MREs. Which are, what are MREs? The Please. meals ready to eat. Yeah. Meals ready to eat. So, yeah. okay. the, you, so you could have hot stuff and you could have always cold stuff. In the end, he has to, like, freeze the entire submarine. No, like, he's <laughs> already, he's so, already like, has previous experience. But... So, so what makes that tricky though is because I, I love it. I, I love yeah. the believability of it. And so, and and that's why he thinks he's being brought on board. But what to make wheels? Right. But what does his research actually have to do with what the uh, the the Navy is trying to accomplish? Crackpot scientist. He covered it up at one point. Tried to possibly maybe he is a previous <laughs> mad scientist. Maybe he's like a previously mad scientist that turned around his ways but they know that he had tried to weaponize or maybe poison milk that's interesting what if it is um sort of a cover-up mission under the disguise of a rescue mission right so they had a food scientist yeah a previous one who was working on some sort of concoction doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it is point being that it he created that. It was he created it, and it was the, somehow milk based yes. or something. <laughs> yeah, somehow dairy based. Um, we'll we'll take advantage of the fact that you know people are mammals. Yeah, I don't know. And so they enlist Albert Fleming to uh, basically cover it up, but 
to to him it's a it's a rescue mission right so hey listen we need you to uh solve find out a cure for these sailors that are right. stranded yeah and so and, and i i think that that's great because the, the, there's this sort of automatic conflict between mm-hmm. like uh you know the, the like intelligence of person who's in charge right and so on the, on the one out. hand Albert Fleming could, you know, he, he, he could be of the opinion, well... As far as he's aware that he's rescuing them, but the military is using him to cover right. it up. Absolutely. Okay, so there's a food scientist on a submarine who needs a name. Uh, Author of Book on Shelf. Um, Laurel's Kitchen. Laurel Brooks. Laurel Brooks? Laurel Brooks. Okay, he, he, he knows her as being like, oh yeah, like she's, she's famous as a, as a food scientist. She was on the submarine trying to develop some uh, dairy-based shelf-sustainable food. It went amok, and she's created this parasite, which has infected the entire ship. And so they brought in Al because they want him to cover up the fact that this uh, mess-up has happened on the ship. But they sell him on the idea that he is uh, creating an antidote for the sailors aboard the ship. Right. And so he can't get on the ship because Al is being used as a pawn. They're not going to let him get on the sub. Mm-hmm. They don't want him to know what's actually going on. So they're going to keep him just far enough away that he can do his work. Yeah. You know, but eventually he gets suspicious of what's going on on the mm-hmm. sub. And, and he takes a shuttle pod himself. Yes. Uh, and, and, the, and the tries, yeah, he, tries, he takes matters in his own hands and goes down there. And that's where... But I'd say that was sort of that's sort of the climax is when he actually gets down there and it's okay. it's like getting dirt getting dirty. Uh, so I, I like where it's going because then you know there's the like I like this idea of the scene where you know they're approaching this this sort of like like a ghost ship right mm-hmm. you right. know so they're 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 submerged they're under the ocean mm-hmm. under the ocean in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Inside yes. the ocean, yeah. below the so technically both are correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, you know, and they're 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 sort of approaching this this it's ghost submarine, yeah. and that's that's where things kind of come to a head, and that's when uh, Al's becomes suspicious yeah, of what so, he's actually doing. Right through a series of context clues, he gets the the impression that he hasn't been brought on board to do what they've told him he's mm-hmm. he's supposed to do, um, and I think it's in the interest of. Um, simplicity. We we ought to give, start giving some of these people names, yes. specifically the um, the Captain. the villain, yeah. yeah, or the intelligence officer, some, yeah, someone who's in charge of covering this up. Because we have uh, we have our main character, Victor. Albert Fleming. We have our his sort of predecessor, pr- predecessor. Was Laurel, Laurel Laurel Brooks. Brooks. Laurel Brooks. The, the intelligence officer should also be a love interest for him because how else would he have gotten the information? Maybe she's got a thing for nerds, or because he's such a failure, she thinks she could no psychologists. I like it. I like it because it's, it's challenging because I I hadn't really thought of the the villain as being. Mm-hmm. A, a, a lady. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Natalie, hey, I don't know, what's the first name? What? Kim Lloyd. Kim Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> um, radio audience, this is particularly funny because uh, Lloyd and Kim uh, have put their number on the fridge because they are the owners of this rental property. <laughs> Kimberly Lloyd. Kimberly Lloyd. So she Beautiful. is a uh, 
<laughs> intelligence officer. Yes. The baby. Okay. And she is sort of leading this uh, uh, mission, and she was the one who who went to Al first, told him that they needed him. Uh, but she's also been really cold to him the whole time, and that's one of the first clues that something's up. Maybe she sees that the captain is being rough, like rough with him. The captain doesn't like Al being on the ship, and doesn't like what he's doing. But he's just following orders. As yeah, as a as, as, as a military does. as military personnel, you don't have to like what you're doing. You just have to do it. Mm-hmm. So. The captain is just following orders. Yes. He's very by the books. Following, following orders. Following Kim's orders. Following Kim's orders, who is, in this case, our intelligence officer, who is our antagonist. She is the villain. She is uh, manipulative, specifically toward Albert. And everybody. And everybody. Because the goal is to cover up this accident on the other ship. Right. And yes. the skin in the game that she has is that the, the, the accident is... Her fault. Yes, she okay. was. She was assigned to create this thing. Like she, she tasked Laurel with it in the first place. Right. Okay. So, and, she's trying and, to cover up. Right. Yeah. So she's trying to cover it up, but she's using her resources. Yes. To, That's why she knows so much about Al. She was in charge of the first pick. I like it. Okay. So, so maybe the thing that I'm sort of struggling with is just the, the sort of love interest, and so maybe it's sort of like a one-sided, like she's sort of... She could be using him to gather information on his research to see whether he's actually doing something to fix it or whether he's just trying to destroy the problem. So, so I imagine a lot of the, the build-up to the climax, which we sort of established the climax is him going over to the other sub, is so the, the, a lot of the, the build-up is them traveling to it and him working in his lab mm-hmm. and that's the time when he starts to become suspicious and so when he when Al becomes suspicious that he's not actually doing something good and, and righteous to help these these uh, the other submarine he starts to um, you know hide things as well and he starts to sort of work subversively against Kim and maybe she is trying to get information or trying to just sway him another thought okay when Al goes to the other sub, when he realizes, or like, because that's that, if I'm understanding this correctly, that is the sub that everything happened. Yes. Mm-hmm. Laura, couldn't Laurel, like, be hanging on to life by a thread? Oh, yeah, I think and she should be. He, oh, absolutely. Like, the, yeah. her final words, like, Kim cannot be trusted. What's our, what's our line? Yes, our line is, um, if there's one thing I know... It is that Kim can trust it. Perfect. That's a yes. really good line. Nice. Problem right. solved. Okay. Oh yeah. We're not quite there yet, but that is totally the line. But are we are we all aligned or do we all feel good about Kim's motive for seducing Al? No, that's I mean, perfect. She's gotta cover it up, so she hires the best scientist she yeah. can find to cover up this problem mm-hmm. she made. Well I was just saying yeah, yeah, but when he starts to become suspicious of her, she's just trying to win his his trust back. Yes. In a way. Yeah. That was my thought behind that. Right, and I, I, I think, I think the so it's one side. I, yeah, I would need to make the distinction between love interest and just being sort of manipulative. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so listen, I'm I your mean, friend. Yeah, she, yeah, that's true. You can yeah. trust me. Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada. Yeah. So, so where she, as the intelligence agent, is is being manipulative to him, he feels like he can confide in her, even though at first he didn't trust her. Now he's conflicted. There has to be something that Kim, the intelligence officer, says to 
Albert, Albert mm-hmm. that gives him sort of plants that seed of doubt, right? Uh, possibly, if he's as curious as we're all thinking that he is, maybe he went by maybe her, her office or her computer or something. I mean, I don't, I don't know how submarines work, but <laughs> yeah, to her terminal. Or something. And her, her study. Yeah, her study <laughs> or her giant yeah. study with like a, a with wall like, of bookcases, bookshelves all over the place. <laughs> her condo uh, goes to, to like her terminal and sees possibly an operation or something that she may have thrown in the like the recycling bin in the trash, like on her computer. Let's put that in the parking lot for now. Yeah. Um, we're going to take a break and then we're going to unpack. What exactly happens to Albert that makes him suspicious? What, mm-hmm. Ultimately, what leads him to kind of venture out on his own and go to the other ship and, and make a series of discoveries? Uh, so we'll be right back. So uh, you care about certain things in your life, right, guys? Maybe it's uh, maybe it's your car? Or a boat. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's your car, clothes, maybe your career. What about the other C words in your life? Mm. Me, Chris. We care about you, Chris, but uh, but what about coffee? I don't drink coffee. Well, maybe you should, actually, because if you cared, you wouldn't pay for crazy prices for mass-produced coffee, or you could actually give a damn, Chris, and grind and brew some Abracadabra coffee. That's right. Abracadabra single-origin coffee is grown by farmers who give a damn and roasted in the mountains of southern Vermont by people who give a damn. So give a damn, damn it, Chris, and get yourself some today by visiting abracadabracoffee.com. Yes, friends, that's abracadabracoffee.com. And tell them the Story Machine 9000 sent you. And we're back, everybody. We were just talking about what is the sort of the message or the incident that gives Albert uh, Fleming, our main character, this sort of, he sort of plants this seed of doubt and sort of uh, convinces him that he needs to kind of go rogue, so to speak, and investigate the, the ghost submarine himself. And uh, we were sort of kicking around this idea that he walks into Kim's office and he finds some sort of evidence that's sort of contrary to his uh, to uh, his his mission. Maybe it's just as simple as other orders, or just not completely like filling in the gaps of his own yeah. orders. Like, oh, by the way, we need you to do this real quick. What yeah. that has nothing to do with what when, I'm doing. When he scans the document, that the camera would see the things like terminate and. Uh, you know, Ooh, yeah, uh, like the terminology used. Yeah, when you know, usually when like you see someone reading a paper in a in a movie, like there's certain words that are yeah. sort of called out. Yeah, it says like terminate and uh, no loose ends and top uh, secret, top secret and classified. Uh, and, there, and then underneath it, there's like a cover story for why Al went missing. Like the next document, it's a, it, it's oh, sort of yeah. like, I like oh, that. So like that's nice. Oh. The fact that he's actually going to be sort of disposed of. I like it. Yeah. That's good. And so so Albert sort of stumbles into Kim's office for one reason or another and and discovers this sort of uh, otherwise damning evidence that is sort of uh, a counter to his, what he understands is his mission. And so he takes one of the mini subs. Docks it on. Yeah. And he. he, Yeah. yeah. This guy who's never piloted anything in his life just. No, it's cool because it's great. got a robot voice that talks yeah. to him it and shit like that. Cool. So he cruises yeah. to the uh, to the ghost submarine. So, so this is a really cool part because we know he's going to meet her, but and this is, I think, the part that could become the thrillomedy a bit of it. Yeah, the ridiculousness. We haven't talked about what the parasite does to humans, yeah. how it kills them or what it turns them into. It makes them lactose intolerant. Violent diarrhea. <laughs> 
the entire they, they, like, they, get they become diarrhea. They be- oh boy. I, yeah, I was imagining something that like breaks down your cellular structure or like Turn them um, into goop. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's like, like dissolve like goop monsters. So that's like all that's left. But it, but it has to be sort of threatening in a way. Yeah. Like, yeah. All that's left of Something moral is like. So like he's talking more. She just like yeah. dissolves yeah. in front of him. Torso and head. I mean, like, like arms and legs are no. like turned into goop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me personally, the most horrifying thing that could possibly happen is like basically like Akira, where it's like this tumor that's like out of control <sighs> and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuse, fuse them with but, the sub, but eventually they like fall apart. You know, so right. like there could be this. <laughs> I, it's so like it's it's like um, and all I can think of is like because like milk is like this sort of. I mean, you know, it's like we're all mammals. Uh, like curdles. Yeah, like you know, it's just it's like <laughs> oh god, it, it's like this human like. <laughs> it's it you know and like that was that was the original point of the research yeah, yeah. was like this sort of like performance enhancing like super soldier stuff, yeah. mm. and it just like. Growth gets out body. of control, yeah. so right? Of, like, like you just grow into this giant mass, like tumor like, yeah, shit yeah. thing. Yeah, you just mm-hmm. become this tumor shit thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, oh, man. so he gets to the sub, and, and obviously, like it's really dark, and, and there's the, the red like emergency lights on, and he he kind of sees this goop in some places that he can't quite find. But he he runs into Sick. he runs into Laurel, who's like laying in a hallway. <sighs> And, and it's just like this wall of flesh. Kind of, yeah, like the, parts of her aren't quite mm. like there, but her head and torso are still there. And he starts talking to her and she sort of explains what she was doing and how like the, the, they, they, the, they got, there's, they got quarantined, there's radio silence, they hadn't heard anything and, and, and how the, the ship sort of fell apart and they, st- there was like mutiny and all this stuff. And he's, he, he says like, well, I'm here with, you know, another, we're trying to solve the we're trying to save you guys i'm here with kim and that's when she says you know if i uh, know yes. one thing yeah kim can't be trusted and he's like what do you mean and then yeah. well, that's when she just like dissolves yeah, yeah just she melts. just like dissolves he dissolves into the flesh there, so there's like what he's discovering on the on the sub and then there's kim she finds out that he's gone over there yeah. and now he knows everything and she is yelling at the captain destroy the sub this instant but i feel like this is a point where he starts to question his orders he's being yelled at to destroy the sub but he knows that al's on the ship because kim told him who authorized yeah. the departure he also knows that like it's full of his mm. you know fellow you know seamen seamen <laughs> uh i'm sorry we've been dodging the joke the whole time guys <laughs> um it was so, just a matter so, of time. so he's delaying and there's a point yeah. where Al is realizing the severity of the situation over there. So he, he, he now realizes that all the crew members have been infected and they're all dying. And from my point of view, I don't know if there's a point where he can rescue everybody. I could imagine this ending, like again, sort of like the thing where he sort of selflessly saves everyone. I, I, everyone is in who? The, the, you know, the human race. Okay, yeah, okay. So like he... Because they can't blow up the ship. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, right. Because then that would release it into the yeah. ocean and everywhere else and stuff. Okay. But so, so what's the sacrifice? Well, he he sinks the ship in some way, and and so we talked about it a long time ago. But there was the idea that he came up with this like super freezing popsicle. Right. Yeah. So maybe he, he freezes <laughs> the entire sub, 
So it like sinks with the with the chemicals that he has on board the infected. So, so it yeah. sinks to the bottom of the ocean, or and like it can't yes. infect anybody. Or since we're going into the since we're in submarines and they're designed to go very low underwater volcano, or he, yeah, he like vaporizes it. Yeah, vaporizes. I mean, and it doesn't really play off what he his strengths in the beginning. No, yeah. I, I'm I'm liking the remember comedy. Yeah, you know, there has to be some comedic aspect to it, so to bring back his. Forever frozen popsicles. Yeah, yeah. I like the throw. I like the throwback. The callback so, is kind of fun. <laughs> I, I'd imagine that he's sort of on the horn with the the other sub too. Yeah. So Kim's yelling at him, you know, and and she's yelling at the captain to destroy the ship, and he's like, "Don't do it! Like that'll release it everywhere." Mm-hmm. And, and the captain has to make a choice. He he chooses to arrest Kim. Yes. Yeah, because so, we we want Kim to get her comeuppance, yes. right? So like, the captain. The captain sort of helps save the day, he, and he's the one who like, and when when uh, when Al freezes the ship and it starts to sink, he's the one who like salutes him, like, <laughs> you know, like one hell of a model American, Al. You know? <laughs> but it's kind of bittersweet, but yeah, because like, Al yeah, say over the heart, like, no, this is like the only way, yeah, you know. Like I can do this, I you know. We can get you back. I'll send you yeah, a new Yeah, because this way Kim gets her comeuppance. Mm-hmm. But like, Al is also the hero because he kind of he selflessly sacrificed. Right. Himself. Yeah. Okay. So I love it. Saying, no, yeah. it's great. And the yeah. captain is sort of like the he's he, yeah he's left to clean up. Yeah. He knows the true story. He knows the true story. He's going to make sure that it gets out. Cool. Uh, so we have our main character, uh, Albert Fleming, who uh, is a food scientist. His claim to fame is a uh, is the creamsicle that never melts. One day, Kimberly Lloyd, uh, intelligence agent with the um, with the Navy, shows up on his front doorstep, and she says that we are recruiting you for a top secret rescue mission. Uh, in full disclosure. There uh, was a scientist, uh, Laurel Brooks, and she was trying to develop a method to uh, create shelf-stable milk for uh, submarines. Uh, And we need your expertise uh, to uh, finish, not only finish her research, but also uh, try and recover uh, any sort of uh, information from this uh, this lost submarine, and uh, Al gladly accepts, and he is on his way. Uh, he's in a yeah. submarine. <laughs> yeah. Going to intercept the ghost ship. Yep. So he is on his way to the uh, Pacific Ocean to uh, recover the uh, lost research of uh, Laurel Brooks, and uh, through a series of events and context clues, he becomes suspicious, and. Uh, Starts to think that um, you know things aren't quite right. Things yeah. aren't quite kosher with uh, with uh, uh, Kim, the uh, intelligence, the intelligence agent. officer. Yeah, and so to because she she knows that he's becoming suspicious. Right, she tries to befriend him and, and sort of right. Yes, him. Kim starts to manipulate Al in multiple ways, <laughs> both physically and mentally, and. Uh, there is an inciting incident where Al, uh, expecting to meet Kim, uh, wanders into her office and discovers some incriminating evidence, in- including a, a story uh, that is a cover-up for his own uh, death. Yeah. Uh, some sort of newspaper article or something that uh, 
that outlines how Al has uh, died at sea. And this doesn't sit well with him, obviously. And so he takes it upon himself to venture out to the ghost submarine where he is uh, met with some goopy, soupy people, right? And so we, uh, as the audience, we start to get the impression that whatever Laurel's research uh, uh, was has now turned people into these sort of milky, <laughs> out out of control growth tumor milk people, and uh, eventually he comes face to face with this wall of flesh who is Laurel, and uh, she basically unpacks the whole situation for him, saying that if there is one thing I know. It is that you cannot trust Kim. Uh, all along, Kim is well aware that uh, uh, Al is no longer aboard their, their submarine and has uh, ventured off to the ghost submarine where he has possibly uncovered some uh, really terrible, incriminating evidence against her and has uh, ordered the captain, who up until this point has just been following orders, to uh, uh, destroy the, the uh, adjacent submarine. And in a moment of desperation, uh, uh, Albert sacrifices himself. And uh, because of his knowledge of uh, food, for lack of a better word, food cryogenics, mm -hmm. he is, after all, the, the inventor of the, uh, the creamsicle that never gets warm or never melts, sinks the ship in a mm -hmm. sort of icy coffin, yeah. uh, never to be seen nor exposed to the world again. Meanwhile, on the uh, other submarine, Kim gets her comeuppance because she is uh, detained arrested, yeah. and arrested by the uh, the, the crew because, who is now uh, totally aware of her uh, ulterior motives for this mission. There we go. Yeah. That sounds... That's sure. Boom. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And fade, fade to black. black. All nice. right. Now we Star need a title. One. Right. for this film let's I, I felt like really simple just uh shelf life ooh dang mm -hmm. that's good and it's got like a submarine with like the expiration date on it or something <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoy that alright all shelf life shelf life it is way to go guys yeah we did it that concludes this episode so if you have any suggestions on who your dream cast would be for this film uh, we have Albert, Kimberly Lloyd, the uh, um, intelligence officer, and then also Laurel Brooks, the uh, the original food scientist. There's also the captain. He doesn't name, but we call yeah. him the captain. And there's also the captain, who uh, has yet to be named, but you know he's a uh, principal character in this film. If you have any suggestions on who your Dreamcast might be, uh, please tweet or email us. Our Twitter handle is StoryMachine9K hashtag SM9K, or you can email us at storymachine9000 at gmail.com. Logo designed by David Padgett. Our music was by Dave Ailing. This episode edited by Joshua Lytle, mixed by Dave Ailing, and additional support by Justin Teal. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your podcast. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.